Thank you for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yes. What? I say it again. I'm sorry. I don't know. What's up, good people? <laughs> I don't know. I sang again. Whatever. But it was like a little scene. Like, Hello, everybody. You that's, know who I thought of? What? The grandma that said, this is my outfit for today. You know what? I was. I have been watching her. I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> I love her. And if you don't her. like it. <laughs> if you can't. If you, you guys. I don't remember her name. It's grandma something on Instagram. Um, and I don't think she has a TikTok. But if you watch her videos and you're not smiling, you have no soul. I because she is so adorable. Um, man, she's yes. so cute. But yes, I could see that. <laughs> this is my outfit for today. <laughs> <laughs> it's my outfit. It's my outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did sound like that. Anyway. Hello, good people. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of She Laughs. Welcome back. Welcome back. Of course, you know, like always, now that we've had our little tee grandma moment, because Tanisha <laughs> wants to sing a song. Because I sing a song. <laughs> you know, good jump right on into it. So, T, how you been feeling? Um, Been feeling pretty good. Been feeling pretty good. Um, Not a stressful week. Um, a hard week just dealing with things in the spirit, but still yet pretty good. Pretty good. So what about you? I've been feeling good. Um, no complaints. Um, yeah, no complaints. It's been actually a good week. And here's the thing, guys. Sometimes good weeks look like boring weeks, I guess, to outsiders. It's for me, but boring is good. It's wonderful. <laughs> I am okay. With just a regular, degular, ain't nothing happen week. Yes. That's fine. And that, that was what this these last two weeks have been for me. So I've been enjoying it, so, soaking it all in, enjoying television because Bel Air has been off the chain. Yeah, Bel Air is good. You know, so hey, it's a good week. Yes. Cool. Cool. All right. So what's your quotable for today? <laughs> So, in true crystal fashion, I'm going to bring y'all this quotable. And you know, we live in Atlanta, hot Atlanta, the A, ATL, stand up, whatever. However, there's been some controversy yeah, about what's really Atlanta and what's Damn. not. Been arguing about geographical location. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, my quotable simply says this. Y'all letting a child that was born after Freak Nick tell y'all what's Atlanta and what's not. Yeah. Yeah, y'all really doing that. Look, I, I'm not debate. from here, so that's it's not my fight. It's been interesting watching you guys I debate promise. this all up and down social media, but I'm not from here, so again, it's not my fight, so hey, well. I've been sipping my sweet tea, eating my popcorn, and minding my business laughing. Yes, it's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me. <laughs> Honey, while you stood up in front of truest, you know what? Let me let me not be petty, Pablo. Yes, on this, no, this, 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 this,
So my quotable says, only black people sit on a cooler at the party and get mad when people ask to get a drink out of it. Bruh, these are facts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see I'm sitting here like I'm tired of getting up and it's, down. It's a cooler, not a seat. Just because you have turned it into a seat does not mean that it's not supposed to be used for its original purpose, which well, is a cooler. I'm going to need y'all to start supplying adequate amounts of chairs for people to sit down. Because can't everybody come to the kickback and be standing up all night long? I mean, but if you know you're going to a kickback, bring your lawn chair. <sighs> You know, you, you got you got to know you you got to know you got to know your people you got to know whose house you're going to. I'm saying this for those out there that ain't got it. I brings mine. Ain't a lawn chair ain't that expensive? No, I was just it's trying not, to help them out. I mean, borrow a folding chair from the church or something. <laughs> it's not that expensive. But please stop sitting on these coolers and getting an attitude now. What I'm, because you have to keep getting up. Now, when one of y'all burst the mugs, <laughs> I'm going I've, to be laughing. I've been to the event where there's a dent in the cooler <laughs> because you sat your big round hind pots down <laughs> on the deck thing. It's not meant for your body, sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir. I have been to those events where they got up and it's a big old dent. Because <laughs> you just dropped it like it's hot. On this cooler. This is not a seat. <laughs> and swear that it was made for a tough to hold. No, no, you up. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. <laughs> you knew that it was a possibility that this was going to happen. Because you eased down there the first time you sat on it. I just got to see if it holds my weight. Yes. And then I, after that, you got comfortable. Oh, snap. It is hard plastic. That's all that is. Yes. Hard plastic. Hard plastic. That's it. Oh, Jesus, yes. I done laughed today, Lord. So oh, that's my, my quotable for today. Black uh, folks be blacking. <laughs> black <laughs> folks be black. <laughs> black folks be blacking. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, if y'all use that, make sure to reference her, okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Black folks be blacking. Lord T, what, what? I can't stop laughing. Jesus, what is our topic for today? So today we are talking about settling, Ooh, um, child. settling in relationships, whether it be uh, romantic relationships or friendships. Um, a lot of the time, it happens. Yes. It's not um, something that people will. People discuss a lot about settling in relationships and they usually are referencing not having um, standards or expectations. Yes. But we're not necessarily coming from that angle um, because whether or not you believe it or realize you can be settling and not have had let go of any of your expectations or standards. Child. Um, it'll catch up on you, sneak up on you, just yes. poof. And so um, a lot of people don't talk about it as far as when it comes to friendships either. No, they do not. Um, and I think that's just as not important. So, yes, that is the topic. Settling. All right. Well, let's go. We're going to delve right on in there. Um, so first, I want to start like... T, have you ever felt like you settled? Um, 
I want to say, I want to say no, but I think there has been a time where I have settled um, in both. Mm-hmm. Um, when I really, really take inventory and stock into not only the relationships I had, but the friendships I had. Yes, I settled. Um, and again, I say um, it wasn't a giving up on, again, any standards, any ethics, any morals, but it wasn't really understanding what I was worth. Yes. Um, and not taking ownership in what I valued. Mm-hmm. I think um, I was too easy or eager to kind of not hold things at a certain height because I didn't want to not have friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I have learned as I gotten older, accountability is my love language. Yes. Um, and I come with a certain set of standards and expectations of people. And I think back then I would waver in those just because I didn't want to seem judgmental or I didn't want to seem bossy or I didn't want to seem like I was too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially in friendships, you know, yeah. friends, friendships are supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And then in romantic relationships, it's supposed to be all lovey-dovey and <laughs> the butterflies and the the hair standing up in the back of your neck and, oh. and ooh and ah. So we want those happy feelings. And I was willing to forego standard structures, expectations, not remove them from my list, but be willing to bring them down. Mm-hmm. A notch or two, so that everything seemed happy and bubbly and okay and fine, and we were fun. But that's not realistic. It's not realistic. Um, similar to you, I definitely, when I look back, especially now, and understanding what the standard should be in my life. Right. Um, if you have not listened to our episode about there is a standard, go listen to that. Um, because it'll help you once you understand the standard, you can look back and see where you settled. Right. And I definitely can look back and see where I settled in both. And similar to what T said, it wasn't because people weren't meeting necessarily the standards that I had in place then, but because I didn't understand my own worth, because I didn't understand my assignment, because I didn't understand um, <clears throat> my uh, what value I held. Sometimes <clears throat> when you look at things that are on sale, um, people will be like, man, I got to steal. Yeah. But sometimes as human beings, we didn't even realize we put ourselves on sale because we didn't realize we were actually worth more. Right. And stuff. It's like somebody going, um, it's what's the where they, they use in the um retail space. It's called um man, I'm thinking of it. Price matching. Okay. And everything where you can go to one store and it's it's more expensive, but then you go to somewhere like Big Lots and you find the exact same thing. It's not on sale, but for way cheaper. Well, that's because Big Lots or whoever put that thing or item on sale didn't realize that it has actually more value than what they're selling it for. And so that's what came 
with me is realizing as I look back, I settled because I didn't realize that what I was giving was more valuable than what I thought it was. I didn't value it at that. Um, And so now I'm at a place in my life where it's weird because I'm bringing up the standard. Yeah. Which means that naturally people gonna fall off, right? <laughs> as 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 they should, because some people are like, "Well, no, I've always had it at this cost. I'm not willing to pay the more," um, and so they're gonna fall off. And then you have some that are like, "Oh, she brought her standard up. Now that she's at a certain standard, right? Now I'm willing to invest." So there's some different things that we're gonna be talking about here as to what settling looks like. And what coming out of settling in both romantic and friendships looks like um, once you start to bring yourself up to the actual valuation that you are at. Right. That God has set on you because he said he has brought you at a price. Yeah. And once you come up to that standard, certain ones are going to fall off, but you're going to see that you end up gleaning things that are far more valuable that you didn't have access to before. So that's where I, what I wanted to start with first. Um, to go back to what you said about um, what settling looks like, it looks different for each person. So I would love to run off a list, <laughs> but that's not the case. Because um, again, it looks different for everybody. It's really when you understand who you are, um, understand your worth and are ready to stand in it unapologetically unapologetically because there's a difference you can know your worth and have fear and trepidation and standing in your worth Ooh, that a preach to somebody i was there <laughs> you know <laughs> your worth you 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 know you just know but out of fear and usually it's fear of being judged it's fear of abandonment it's fear of being rejected it's it's all of those things so it looks different across the board the one main factor is you know it's just a knowing that you have yes that you depreciated yourself just to have friends mm-hmm. or to have a spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, a relationship. a relationship. You depreciated yourself. Um, and a lot of times it can happen in the form of you listening to outside voices tell you who you are. <laughs> Child, yeah. You're too much. It don't take all that. Oh my God, you're so loud. Yes. Oh my God, you're just quiet. You're just so shy. You don't say anything. It's you listening to people readily giving you a label. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you aren't ready to stand in who you know yourself to be. And the only way you're going to know that is by understanding who God is to you mm-hmm. and how he made you. And then getting knowledge of what your purpose is because connections are necessary and they're needed. And that's how um, the kingdom is edified in that manner through connections. But at the end of the day, your purpose here has more to do 
with you in Christ, yes. rather you and, and Suzanne and Anthony. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's more to do. The focus that. shouldn't be always to have a man and to have friends. It's necessary and it's needed, but that shouldn't be your primary focus because if you put it as your primary focus, now you are idolizing it. Yes. Yes. You, it, you're, you're running into the vein of idolatry. And now you will make every decision predicated on being connected to that person. Yes. When some people are brought to you for a season. Yes. So if I'm always ruled by the connections that I have, then when their season is up, am I going to be able to let them go? I was going to get into that. <laughs> you know, um, I think I've said this quite a few times. There are some people who are brought in your life not to be your friend. You were meant to be theirs for whatever reason that is. Um, and we don't like to find that out. Um, we don't like to even ask God when we meet someone. Okay, God, what is the, this connection? Mm-hmm. Because we don't... <laughs> As much as we say we 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 want as much as we say we want the connection with Christ to be our Lord. Come on. And Savior. When it comes to our connections with people, we want him to mind his own business. <laughs> we don't want his input. No. We don't want his ideas or thoughts about it. No, it's I want to be with this person because I like them because they make me feel good. I want to be with this. I want to be a friend to this person because I like them. Yes. And it cannot be like that. You need to be focused on God connections. But here's the thing. A lot of times when we connect with people, when you're not focused on God connections, like T said, it's very much so shallow. Yes. Whether it's with your spouse or your friends, there's rarely any depth there to it um, because naturally, as human beings, we like being in our comfort zone. So we only want to go around people and places that make us comfortable. Right. And anything that is opposite of that or um, runs the risk of... of, confronting our comfortability or our comfort, we usually say, oh, God wouldn't want that from me. Ooh, yeah, we do. Absolutely. And it's not of God. Why? Because it doesn't make me comfortable. Then that means it's the or opposite. Because, or because it brings me pain. And it's like you, you, you realize he died on a cross, right? You realize Come on. that he endured pain. You realize he even said as a Christ follower, you shall endure pain, pain as well. But we immediately say pain, bad, not associated with Jesus. I want it. But then we sing in church about purify me, O Lord. But we don't know what that means. But purification <laughs> goes through fire and it burns off the things on you that don't need to be there, which means it's a very uncomfortable process. So I always find it interesting when Christians say, well, God wouldn't want anything for me that makes me uncomfortable or makes me, why? When, when the epitome of renewing your, 
renewing your mindset is literally I'm going to prune some things off of you because this mindset that you have is out of whack. So bringing, how does that come back to relationships? Well, sometimes we settle because that friendship required too much, whether it pulled too much out of me that I wasn't ready to deal with yet, traumas, triggers, things I haven't gone to therapy for, um, mindsets with my family, whatever that may be, um, that I just don't want to change for no other reason than this is what I'm used to. And I know that it's bad and I know that it's not getting me the relationships or the connections that I desire, but it is workable. Yes. (laughs) So therefore I don't want to do more. So therefore I'm going to settle for relationships because it works. It just works. It's not exciting. It's not even really pushing me out of my comfort zone or pushing me to do more. But it's the status quo, if I'm honest. We we laugh. We enjoy each other's com- time. We have chemistry. It's fun over here, but what at what cost? Yeah. How much fun are you really having when you're crying at night when nobody sees you? Child. Are you really having fun? Are you really having fun? That's what happens when you get caught up in the aesthetics yes. of things. Yes. You get caught up in the aesthetics of how you want your husband or your wife to look or yep. how your friend group should look. Yep. You get caught up in aesthetics because it looks fun. Because we're the in crowd. But you're crying. You have no peace. You have no joy. There's no joy in your eyes. There's no joy There's in no your joy. husband's or wife's eyes. There's no joy in your friend's eyes. It's every week you're drinking, every week you're partying, every week it looks like you're trying to get away from your regular life, but I don't see you giving back. Right. I don't see you thriving. And here's the thing. A lot of people actually think that thriving is houses and cars and all of this. Thriving is not the things. Thriving is not the things. Um... To bring this back to a religious standpoint, Christians get it twisted by thinking the enemy is after your stuff. He's not. He doesn't want your things. He doesn't want your car, your house, your promotion, your money. He wants none of that. He attacks it because he knows he can use it as a ploy to get you to abdicate your seat. Thank you. To get you to devalue yourself, to get you to forget who you are and whose identity you need to be looking to, to forget that you are a son and an heir of Christ, to forget that you have authority by simply using his name. He will use those things to trick you. Yes. And too many times we will, again, those aesthetics, we will use those things to paint a pretty picture to say I'm doing fine but if you really think about it you have settled Mm -hmm. it looks good but you've settled Yes, you've settled with crying at night you've settled with silent shame and pain you've settled Yes, instead of taking inventory and finding out and realizing where I'm supposed to be 
I need to be grabbing hold and connecting to those people who will push me in that direction. Yes, Lord. So does your spouse push you to be better? Does your friend groups push you to evolve? I'm tired of hearing about self-care because now you all have used self-care as, again, aesthetics. Yes. Self-care now has become nothing more than mask treatment, spa treatments. Let's go out and have brunch because that's my self-care. Rarely do you see people doing self-care by reading a book that is going to push them to learn certain things about what's wrong with them and how to handle their triggers. Yes. Rarely. I mean, and even like I'm happy about people now going to therapy because mental health is important. But even now, therapy has become cliche. It's become cliche. It's become the trendy thing to do. Are you listening to your therapist? and doing the work are you doing the actual work are you going are you saying you're going because it's cute it's the thing to do see i'm working on me but those that are really looking yes through the filters and the angles see nothing about you has changed everything is still the same your mindset is still the same so again you are yet settling at what is comfortable because you have depreciated your value you are worth more yes and to go back to something earlier t that you had said and i want to touch on this with spouses because oftentimes a lot of people seem to think that when we say are you pushing each other to grow that we're thinking or we're saying are you pushing them to grow in their career are you pushing them to grow like in that arena but my thing is when I've been with someone and I've even had guys just stop talking to me because they did not like the fact that I ended up pushing them in this area and stuff. But hey, I noticed that you have a problem anytime this happens, say when, um, you know, funds are low. Right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What's going on there and let's have a conversation around that so that you can grow. Is it a is it a poverty mindset? Is it a, a a spirit of lack that's going on there? Why do you think you won't have it? Why do you think you can't accomplish it? Why do you think you can't go after that job? I'm not more so concerned about you going after the job because I myself know you can get it, but I want to unravel what around you and your mindset says to you. You can't attain you that. You can't obtain it and let's go from there so now we're dealing with the whole thing of the root of the issue that's pushing somebody that that that's that's the definition i'm looking for because pushing a spouse you, you could raw 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 someone into applying for that job and then they get stuck in that job that you've now raw 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 them into because they don't have the capacity in themselves to think that they could even go past the one that you just got them into because you didn't deal with the root of the thing. Or you're rah rah rahing them to get a certain job because you want a certain look and a certain income to obtain the aesthetics of that look. And, and here's the thing. Not just with your spouse. I do that with my friends. Yes. 
I do that with my friends. It, it, it's been times where T and I both have come and talked to each other because I'll be like, hey, I've noticed you've talked about this about three times and I know you're saying you're good, but because you brought it up three times, I know you're not good. So let's go to the root of the problem. Yes. Let's really, I want you to really delve around that. And the reason I do that is because I'm committed to her as a friend and she's committed to me to take it to the next level. And I don't want her to settle. Right. So that's why you can't settle in your friendships because if you settle in that and your friendships are in your spouses, they won't do that with you. Hopefully not. <laughs> and everything. They, 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 they won't, they won't push you right. in that area. They won't, they, that is what iron sharpens iron looks like. Yes. Yes. For real sharpening iron, not just getting together and we're just about to put all of our vision boards together and okay, that's cute. And then you have a group full of women or men and we're putting together these vision boards, but nobody is talking about next steps. Nobody is checking in. Nobody is saying, Hey, I know you want to do this, but you didn't add this and everything. And I know that's the next step that you need to go to. And then no one is getting to the root of, okay, you made a vision board. Why is this on here? Thank you. There we go. I was just getting there. Why do you want to do this? Because a lot of times when we push people, and I'm using quotation marks in careers, what if your spouse is or friend is happy where they are in their career? What if it really brings them joy? If it brings them joy, why should they attain more? Shouldn't you help to them to cultivate where they are? Mm-hmm. To build it up or, or say, cool, you enjoy where you are. You, you enjoy working with children. It fills that gap in you that wants you to go out and, and touch children. Let's see what else in that area of affecting a child's life we can do. It ain't got to be. No, you shouldn't just be a teacher. Why don't you move up and be a professor? You should go back and get your doctor. You need to be a pr- no. That could be where they're at. How about you start a nonprofit for children? If you want to do that, if you want to do that to expand where you are, or if you're happy, really happy where you're at, then continue to encourage them to love what they're doing. Yes, that's why I say that you you have to get to the root of it. I'm pushing you for what. Am I pushing you just because I want you to bring in more money so we can go on fancy trips? Or are spending time together traveling the world is something my of my heart's desire because I want to enjoy this with my spouse. Mm-hmm. It's really a heart thing. Yes. And the only person that knows it is you. Yes. You know the difference. You know that you're pushing them to apply for for that big position because you want to stunt on the ground child yes and then have the audacity to say all glory to god are you pushing them for their benefit or for yours because you really want to see them win and grow and thrive and feel great about themselves and find a passion or their purpose or are you trying to chase after a bag? Yes. You got to know this not only in your spouse, but with your friend groups, like you said yes. as well. Am I pushing my friends to, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's invest in this because 
I'm really big about community and investing or am I chasing a bag and I want you to help me chase the bag too? Yes. So now that we can have two bags and we just going to keep going. And we can just stun on these holes together. <laughs> and I'm I'm be honest, like guys, y'all got to stop thinking that every person, it, that's that hustlers and mentality, but I'm honestly be really level with you. That's a spirit of poverty and lack mentality Yes, that I always have to chase. And that when you see someone that is just happy with where they are, that now they shouldn't be happy there because I know you could do more, but they're happy. They're at peace. One of the things that I love about my position that I'm at now is in my company, they will tell you, we have career paths for every person here. And so you come in and they're going to tell you where they're going to, you know, what they're not going to say, this is the path that you should take. They're going to ask you, what path do you want to take? Because not everybody wants to be a manager, right? Not everybody wants to be a leader. Some people really are comfortable and at peace with just doing their day to day and having their hands on and just being right there. I don't want to be over anyone and everything because, hey, that gives me anxiety. Right. And stuff. And I had to even think about it. I was like, okay, Lord, you know, that's really interesting. And because in my company, they say, even for those people, we have a career path because we know they don't want leadership, but we have to do something to where they still consistently feel fulfilled, fulfilled in their in their career here. Yes. So that's what you need to be asking your partner and saying, hey, I get that you're happy here. Here's, here's an example of a conversation. I get you're happy here. However, that income doesn't match the goals that we're trying to do in our household. So since you're happy at that level and this is the income that's coming, how can we either cut costs somewhere else? Right. Do I need to maybe do do something because I'm comfortable being with the, a leader. So maybe I need to be the one applying and right. being the one that brings it in. But I what you really need to be focused on is the health of that person. Right. Instead of you always drumming up a bag because now they have anxiety. You have anxiety because they got anxiety. You have no peace in your home. You have no sounding board. They don't feel fulfilled because you're constantly pushing them to do more than what they have the capacity to do. Yes. And then you're realizing I'm constantly having to pull them up. Why? Because I settled for something that I didn't realize was a settlement. And you're you're actually making them settle. Yes, you are requiring them to settle. And that's something y'all have never heard that by forcing someone to go up, you're forcing them to settle because yes, they were fine where they were. They not only just they're not necessarily content, they are happy yes. where they are. They feel fulfilled. It is not hurting them, it is not hindering them. You just don't like the way it look for you. Yes, for you. And that has nothing <laughs> To do with, with you. you. So now you want them to settle. You want them to settle to make you feel comfortable. Yes. And settling does not help anybody. When if you, the proof is in the pudding. There is so many experts that have done surveys that will tell you they have seen more unhappy millionaires and more fulfilled teachers, you have more fulfilled artists that are, that literally are just doing their purpose in life. 
that by society's quote unquote standards aren't making the income to where they should be fulfilled at peace, happy at all, that everybody feels like they have settled, but they are some of the happiest people. Why? Because they're doing exactly what they want And for them, they have not settled at all. Yes. And because they haven't. But again, if it doesn't look fun and exciting, and that's how we are with, again, all relationships, romantic relationship, it needs to be whimsical. Child. Friendships, it needs to be a, a party all the time. Yes. But when you get with someone who brings a sense of calm and peace to your yes. life and stability, y'all call it boring. Y'all call it boring. Yes, you do. I don't understand that. There's no passion. There's no fire. That's instability. Yeah, it means you want somebody who is emotional that goes and does things out of emotion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's what you do. You operate and move out of emotion. I'm going to say something that y'all not going to like, but a lot of y'all who act like this are no different from inventing Anna. Oh, God. <laughs> if you have not watched Netflix, you're no different. You're no different. She studied. She studied the lifestyle. She studied all of these things because she didn't, in her mind, want to settle or do any of that. And I have to have an aesthetic and I have to have a look and I have to be with the elite crowd and I can't come from the family that I came from and I have to have a certain spouse and I have to be sitting on a certain yacht and I have to be standing in a certain place that Chloe stood at the certain place in this hotel in Marrakesh. I have to be doing all of these things because why? I don't know, because the show ain't for peace, because you don't have none. You cannot tell me you have some. There's no stability in that. There's no stability in that. I don't I don't understand it. And again, what that's that that's dealing with settling in friendships. Yes. We gotta go out all the time. Yes. We gotta go to the five star restaurants. Yes. We gotta go to the resorts. We gotta go to the big name parties. Yes. Yes. And even Anna settled because she settled for a Rachel. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) I said it. You was a little sleech that was there for every little bit of thick crumb that she was willing to uh, pass away. So, yeah, I said it. But that's how you settle in friendships. Yes. And everything. I know this person talks to me like a dog, but they pay for everything. Yep. You settle. And again, it's because. Either you do not know who you are, you have no authenticity about Mm. yourself, or you are too afraid to stand in your accountability and in your fullness. Yes. You're too afraid. One or the other. And here's here's how you know real ones can tell. For all of those, uh, all of y'all that think y'all are getting over. And that everybody is falling for the pictures and the filters and the angles and the life and all of that and the reels. Your eyes. We can oh, tell. Yeah. Eyes don't lie, honey. We can you tell. Can, you can slap a smile on your face all you want to. You can tell. The eyes don't lie. For those that have the ability to really see it. Yes. The eyes never lie. You you could fake it with the ones who really don't care about you. But the ones who see and can see past all of that, once we look into your eyes, we pick up on it every single time. Yeah. Yeah. 
be on the knee. I I see you. I see we you. see each other. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I see you. I don't care. I promise you, I've run into some people and they've just really tried to convince me. Yeah, I'm living a life and da da da. And I just shake my head. I say, oh, okay. Because the whole time I have looked in their eyes and I'm like, I see you. You can. Mm. I don't care what comes out of your mouth. I don't care what co- go gets posted on your Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, all types of stuff. <laughs> I don't care. I saw what I saw. And them eyes, baby. Them eyes, eyes never lie. <laughs> so wrapping it up, Crystal, what are your final thoughts on settling? Um, My final thoughts, y'all, is one, you don't have to settle. You do not have to settle, but you do have to do the work. You have to do the work. You have to consistently ask yourself the questions as to one, why do I want to settle? Why do I think this is so hard that I cannot obtain the things that I definitely know I am capable of um, and worthy of more so is important. Um, But do the work. Um, and really, really let the Holy Spirit in so he can renew and work on some of those mindsets and heart postures um, because it doesn't have to be that way. And once you do, be prepared for everything to change subtly because it's not going to look anything like what you think it should. It's going to go up against your flesh and your grain. You're going to constantly be like, but I wasn't taught this. You weren't. Because a lot of people settle. Majority of people settle in their life. And you will think that they have an amazing life. And on the outside, it looks like that. But inwardly, they are dead. And you do not have to live that type of life. I really want y'all to have so much peace and a fulfillment of life. And that doesn't mean that you'll be a millionaire. That doesn't mean you'll be a pauper either. But it will mean that you have peace and an understanding of what real love looks like. That's my thoughts. Um, I would add to that by saying <sighs> you're not ready. That's understandable. You will get to the point where you'll grow tired. Jesus, yes. When you get to that point of being tired, I hope and pray you reach out to someone who you know has not settled. Because you're going to need assistance and a partner to help you walk through that. Yeah. But right now, if you're not ready, no judgment. No judgment whatsoever. But you're going to get tired. You're going to get tired. And sometimes hmm. when you think you've hit bottom, you haven't. No. But you're going to get tired. And in that moment, please reach out to someone that you know, for beyond a shadow of a doubt, knows how to get you to where you need to be. That's it. That's it. Well, T, where can they find you? Y'all can find me on Facebook, Tanisha Williams, and Instagram is she is Tanisha J. And as always, guys, you can find me on Facebook at Crystal Charmaine and on Instagram at I am Crystal Charmaine. You guys don't forget to follow us. She laughs on Facebook is she laughs. 
uh, podcast as well as Instagram She Laughs Podcast. And don't forget, we have merch for y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Illcommunicationstudios.com. You can buy all the merch your hearts desire. And also, you guys can find the link for that um, in our bio in um, She Laughs on Instagram. Absolutely. Until next time, guys. See y'all. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Laughs podcast, be sure to subscribe on most major streaming platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel led to donate, please send donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions as well. We'd love to hear from you. As always, stay blessed.